Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! He's bound to die, it up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound up, watch our bandit run. Oh, welcome in, three dudes with a view. I am dude number three, Del Kennedy. What a weekend and what a week. Wow. Uh, we, had, we had a lot happen over the weekend and we got a lot yet to happen this week. Clayton Harris, dude number two, are you out there, man? Uh, no, he's he's unavailable at the moment. Well, I don't know if he's coming in here shortly. He's unavailable at the moment. I'll put it that way. All right, he's coming in. And I don't see Mr. York either. He's coming. Okay. He's a little late getting getting on the board. Okay. Okay. We're going to get him dialed in here in a minute. Uh folks, I mean, first of all, Mike Lyle is on is on the board and as usual and uh there's Mr. York. How are you, Mr. York? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. All right. While I got you and Mike Lyle and maybe Clayton in a minute though, um uh, the University of Tennessee and the University of Alabama did not have very good weekends. <laughs> uh, yeah, tough tough weekend for the for the top for, you know for for some of the some of the top tier teams and stuff uh Tennessee I mean Hendon Hooker just picked a bad day to have a bad day as, of course, uh, one, and, I mean you say top, when the top tier teams are playing each other somebody's got to lose that's right and, and uh you know Tennessee showed but every you know, team has yeah go, go ahead, ahead James. Go, well I was just going to say that uh you know one of those things Tennessee definitely can't compete and I think if they you know they play them several times. They're going to be they're going to be closer or on, come out on top. But uh, just some things happened this this weekend that uh, you know worked against them. And and uh, just Hendon did not have a Hendon Hooker day. I mean, it was just one of those things that he, he was missing passes that he normally doesn't miss. Uh, he was under pressure. I think the Georgia you know, Georgia proved that uh, they're for real. Uh, you know, everybody was talking about. Yeah, they seem real, real. Yeah, the people that were talking about. Well, they hadn't played anybody yet. They hadn't done. You know, they hadn't faced anybody of any substance yet. Well, yeah, they have now. Yeah, they have. <laughs> and they've. And yeah, they came I thought, out. I thought Tennessee would have a letdown game, Mike. As I mentioned last week, you know, every team when they're winning, they're gonna have a letdown game. Some sometimes yeah. they have it against a weaker opponent. But, and, can and then sometimes it, yeah. they have it against a tough opponent, and, and Tennessee just happened to have it against a tough opponent. Yeah, it's like Clemson let Notre Dame beat them the other day too. Yeah, uh, that's what I said. You know, he just picked a bad day to have a bad day. You know, you're, you're, they're going to happen. They're, those are days they're going to happen. Like you said, you hope they happen against teams that you're just overwhelmingly stronger than you can survive it. Uh, this case, it wasn't. The, it, that wasn't the case. And, Do you think if they had a rematch, Tennessee would beat Georgia? Uh, I think they'd have a good chance at it. I, I can't say I'd guarantee it or whatever, but I think they would be. It would be a lot closer game. Uh, there were several. I know of at least three plays that he had men. He had receivers wide open, three and four steps behind the defense, and th- those are the ones he usually hits for the big play and just missed them. And you know, he overthrew them or, or something like that. So, um, you know, that's 
it is what it is, and it's not an excuse. It's 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 football. Like you said, it happens. Every team has their ups and you know their their good days and bad days. Tennessee just picked a really bad day to have one. <laughs> Tennessee may get a rematch with Georgia. I think so. I think they will. I, I think there's going to be a rematch down the road. Uh, now there's definitely going to be one team that's going to be on the outside looking in, and uh, there's a lot there's a lot of Crimson Tide fans. Uh, Morning again. You mean because Alabama's got two losses? <laughs> yeah, they're. Uh, it's going to be very, very difficult for with two losses and uh, to 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 get into the hunt. What happened to Alabama this weekend? I'm not LSU so sure. Just put the put the LSU put the gator on them. I was going to say I don't know that it was so much what happened to Alabama as to what in the world has lit up LSU. Um, they're they're playing ever since Tennessee put a thumping on them and, and you know lsu played uncharacteristically bad you know ten, lsu had one of their bad days against tennessee but uh i mean i think lsu suddenly you know has, has become a force to to be reckoned with just did it happen in time this year i don't know yeah mr uh, york you're a louisiana boy are you an lsu fan yeah i, I follow them yeah there's some good kids come out of lsu okay but uh, the whole thing about LSU, LSU gets up for Ole Miss, they get up for Alabama, and they get up for Georgia. I mean, they're on their high when they play those teams. And and just so happened they were on a good high when they played Alabama this yeah. week. Yeah, and, and they played, and they played uh, at LSU at night. And that place yeah. is a wild. It's a different world at night out there. It sounds like that Georgia home uh, stadium had a big effect on on yeah. Tennessee, Georgia. As did uh, Alabama having to play UT at home a couple three weeks ago. Uh, yeah, you saw UT making a lot of the same mistakes that Alabama made against them. Yeah, the yeah the 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 illegal procedures the you know the you know the penalties at, at bad times missing like you said missing open players uh, it just it just looked like we were watching you know watching that game again except that the roles were reversed yeah yeah i i i i, I see your point i that occurred to me as well mike all right folks we got a lot else going on uh, there's a little thing called the election happening tomorrow. Oh, is that all? Is that all? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, all accounts, I mean, I'm, you know, I was reluctant to say it earlier in the year, uh, but I'm pretty much on the bandwagon now. We're going to have significant Republican victories. Uh, and there are all sorts of articles out there about how tone deaf the Democrats have been. And um, what, let's see, Mike, over the weekend. Uh, Biden called the, for the end of drilling and the end of coal, uh, which doesn't do him a whole heck of a lot of good in places like West Virginia, Western Pennsylvania. Uh, and when you own an oil company and a coal company, Del, that is kind of like a shot in the foot. That's why Mount Mansion went overboard. You know, Mansion didn't go overboard. He and Folks, what it does clearly tell you, though, is what's going to happen to the price of electricity, what's going to happen to the price of gas as soon as this election's over. Uh, Biden's teleprompter is wholly owned uh, by the greenies. 
and they they control the Democratic Party and jobs and people be damned. They're going to have us riding around in uh, wagons we get from the buggy horse and buggies we get from the Mennonites, and to get out there and say that you know you can no more coal to fire. Uh, electrical plants you can just use solar power to charge up your electric car that's the height of absurdity and even the most simpleton uh person with no engineering training can tell you that that's just not going to work so uh, why are they building a battery plant in spring hill if it's, if if nothing about evs is going to work though why would they spend billions of dollars to build a plant to make batteries in Spring Hill, Tennessee, if the industry didn't think that it was going to change. It's not going to do it overnight, but gradually it's going to change. Well, the problem there is that... Uh, you there are two or three different answers to that, Mr. York. It's, uh, go ahead, Mike. The, you know, the, the problem is, you're, you're right, the industry, I think, eventually is going to change, but right now the technology is not available to make EVs uh, a viable, consistent uh, everyday use vehicle and uh, and you know that that will change over time but we got an administration that's trying to accelerate the change and our technology isn't quite there to be able to do that and uh, and it's going to cause a lot of problems you you know there, there change comes you're you're right change happens but it's got to happen at its own pace and you when you get somebody that pushes pushes that technological change before the technology is ready for it there there's the problem and there's the issue Mike, i have with it Mike that's all there's always a first there's always exploration and you know it's just like when we sent people to the moon a lot of folks say we ain't go to no moon they're out there in the batter <laughs> Well, so, this is not, you know, the this technology is not ex- may not be where it needs to be, but when we first sent people to the moon, we just shot them up there and let them fall back to Earth, you know? This is this is and, not exploration by uh, will or by the, uh, the natural forces of the market. This is exploration by government fiat. And the thing about it is, Biden, said, Biden says, no more coal, which did get Joe Manchin upset and demanded an apology for it because coal mining in uh is a very important industry in his state west virginia and this is just insensitive uh it's you know it's greeny workers with jobs if you get in the way of the greenies then you lose your job that's just what it's well, saying Doug, how do you propose to stop the killing of the planet what what would you suggest the planet if ain't the being killed dying, if the planet's dying with with carbon emissions Oh and, come and, on! Where is Clay? I mean, all kind of things are happening. Al Gore said that Miami would be convinced. Still not convinced that Al Gore said Miami would be underwater by now. You know, right now the only thing going on in Miami is Miami Dade County, because they have honest elections there now, is about to vote <laughs> Republican, um, and if people vote Republican, they they got a problem. They got a problem. They will no. I, I won't say they got a problem. I say but they they're going to they're going to vote Republican with dry feet too. They Mr. will York. have a problem. They're going to vote Republican with dry feet, Mister York. Especially if especially if we put somebody like Ogles into Congress, that is a major major state mistake. And if we don't vote Nancy Pelosi out, which Andy Ogles will do as Speaker of the House, 
That is a major, major mistake. Now, folks, Nancy Pelosi's going to have her time. She's going to spend her time in Congress, and she's going to have her time when she'll be out. That That's a natural order of things in politics. Well, her age, so, her expiration date's pretty close, that's for sure. But, um, and, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to get into her husband and hammer guy. That, yeah, that's just don't biz- do that. Yeah, that's, that's just that's just bizarre. That's and the, total and, disrespect. And the story so, changes. The story changes every ten minutes. I, you know, I'll, well, came, an observation I've seen. Trump Junior. Uh, an observation I've seen from just what I call an outside looking in. I really don't uh, get in on this. Is that uh, Ogles already knows how to play? He doesn't have to go up and learn how to play the game. He's, he already knows how to play the game in Washington with all the the backdoor dealing and 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 all the. The, the the side deals and all that stuff that's got to be done to get where he wants to go. So he's 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 already there. He already knows how to play that game, which means if he follows the Republican agenda, like we all think he will, he's probably he's going to be effective up there because he doesn't have, he doesn't, he doesn't have a learning curve. He's already learned it. <laughs> Yeah, he's, so he's, already, he's already a crook, then, right? He's already a crook. <laughs> he's on the edge. You know, most most politicians, most politicians have been on the edge for decades. He's already on the edge. Yes, you're right. Already yeah. a crook. <laughs> we gonna have that represent the sovereign state of Tennessee. Yeah, but uh, we've also had a what bunch of Democrats that are integrity? even further on the off the edge too. So, what about the integrity of the state? Yeah, someone with the worst record. Oh, it, it's sickening. Yeah, well. We'll talk can, about it. Yeah, we could, we could we could look at an awful lot of people with the D's beside their name about the integrity of the state. We don't want to do that. Go there. Yeah, I mean, you know, that, that, that's the the Democrats is, the, you know, the leading issue for everybody is is the economy and inflation. Democrats don't want to talk about that. Instead, they keep talking about some nebulous concept called we have to save our democracy as their leading campaign issue. Well, let me tell you, folks. The 70, 80% of you out there who are conservative Republicans listening here in this area, you don't understand what the heck they're talking about. The other 20, the other 20, 30% of you who are Democrats are in favor of cheating and rigging and stealing elections. It's just that simple. The only people that's been caught cheating, Delk, is the Republicans, you know, you know, just like uh, the election in Nashville. They had 400 people. They, they allowed to vote in a different precinct from what they're supposed to. Mr. York, Secretary York, of State had York. one map on the first of all. First of all, the election commission had another map, and they intended to confuse that. And and if we continue to listen to the BS that the GOP puts out about helping people, about doing taxes, your Social Security stops. You will, oh, there's another false planet, flag. Oh, they've been kept. They're saying that Republicans. They say Republicans. Yeah, they say Republicans want to end Social Security and Medicare. I have not heard a Republican say anything about modifying any of those two programs whatsoever in to, years. Years. You need to get close to Rick Scott. Rick Scott is the one that put the plan out. Oh Lord, Miss York, that's just lunacy. Let's say that's a your break. Republican chairman. He puts the What's plan out. Thank you. 
For 60 years, people all over Middle Tennessee have returned to Parks Motor Sales again and again because they get the best vehicles and best service possible. Go to ParksMotorSales.com for options. New Buicks, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, financing, certified technicians, parts, tires, and more. Then stop by 919 Nashville Highway, test drive a Buick, and see why the Buick Encore and Buick Enclave are among America's most reliable vehicles. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales sales. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call mepainfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. This is Columbia Mayor Chaz Mulder asking for your vote in the upcoming city election. Over the last four years, we've accomplished a lot together. We've seen record-breaking job creation and investment. We've made infrastructure improvements during a time of unprecedented growth. We've led reasonably and responsibly even during difficult times. And we've maintained our momentum while keeping that Columbia charm. 
but we're just getting started. There's more left to do. Let's be proud of our growing community while working to grow responsibly by ensuring growth is paying for itself. Let's continue with infrastructure improvements so we remain well-positioned for the future. Let's keep investing in our public safety and law enforcement communities so that we can remain a safe community. And let's continue to unite behind a common cause of wanting our community to be the very best it can be when it comes to living, working, and raising a family. I'm Chaz Mulder. I'm proud to be your mayor, and I would be honored to have your vote. Committee to re-elect Mayor Chaz Mulder, Tina Adams, Treasurer. He's pounded down, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound up, watch old bandit run. Welcome back. Three dudes with a view. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. All right. Regular special guest dude on Monday, uh, Carrie Powers, sent her regrets. She's got a sick child and trying to deal with that. So oh, oh, oh. <coughs> all goes well in the Powers household. Uh, and once again, folks, election day is tomorrow. The leading issue, according to almost everybody, is the economy and, and inflation. Although uh, Democrats, I'll never forget, you know, the, the Inflation Reduction Act. And so the press corps had that idiot, what is it, Claude Pierre, whatever, Jean Pierre, whatever she is, yeah. uh, animal, vegetable, mineral, uh, and had that idiot, you know, up on the podium. And How do you have to call her an idiot? She's a she's a, a female in leadership, and she's doing her job. And why do you have to label everybody, Del? Well, because, particularly when it comes to, to to minority women, why why do you have to do that? And why do you have to categorize everything as race and race or racist? Well, I'm just saying, you know, identity politics. Woman. Why does she have to be an idiot? And all I'll that tell you why man? she's an idiot because of the answer to this question she gave. They ask her. You know, what does the Inflation Reduction Act do to lower prices? And her answer was that, and this is it, her entire answer was that there's a tax credit in there if you buy a solar panel. Okay, there we go. That's what the cheaper solar panels are what the Inflation Reduction Act does. Uh, and that's that was her only answer. She couldn't name anything else. So, you know, she's an idiot. Now, the... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you you you're beyond you're beyond being revived or anything, Del. With, well, I with mean, that kind of statement. Anybody who can sit out there and say that kind of stuff with a straight face, you know, is just well. Well, any any dumb Republican that get on this air and gives you give you a, a pot full of lies, you go along with them. But when a Democrat gives you something that's the truth. You can't you you start well, I, them. You know, I I just can't wait to go buy my reduced price solar panel. It's going to do my family and my uh, so much good, you know. I mean, yeah, I, I yeah, can Clayton, you want to get your reduced price solar panel? Yeah, that yeah, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen right now. <laughs> you know, down the road it may happen. That'll cure inflation. Uh you know, and meanwhile so the uh, reduced price solar panels are what 
Democrats want to do about inflation. And they keep talking about this. We've got to save our democracy. And like I said, I'm just I scratch my head. And, you know, the 70, 80 percent of you are conservative uh, voters in, the, in this listening audience are scratching your head, too. What the hell are they talking about? The other 30 percent of you who are Democrats, liberals, uh, know what they're talking about. They're talking about uh, the ability to cheat and steal elections at will, which the Democrats are in favor of. So the Democrats are not in favor of stealing any elections. And what they're talking about, the GOP has put up for uh, positions 360. So they call candidates, I call them non-patriots, that have denied the 2020 election. And if you've got those people in leadership in the governments across the, the, the country, well, once you've again, got a problem. We've got once, a problem once again, with you, our democracy. Once again, you and uh, other uh, Democrats, you know, use words like deny and lie. Uh, well, me. if you ask some of these people, Del, uh, what about? Do you believe the 2020 election was that Joe Biden won the 2020 election? Oh no, 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 he didn't win it. He didn't win it. I mean, what kind of crazy cockabany well, stuff let me, is let that? Me, let me answer your question. First of all, that's. There's where Democrats are losing, Mr. York, because you're calling me crazy. I may be crazy. No, I didn't call you. I say that's Well, I don't think that the 2020 election was fairly decided, and that is my right and civic duty to question Mm -hmm. and to ask questions and to observe and to form opinions that are formative in my election and voting process. There is nothing wrong with that. And reasonable people would have evidence of what you believe. Reasonable I've got people. plenty of evidence. Reasonable, beyond a reasonable doubt. I have, no, no, this is not. This is a political conversation. Beyond a reasonable doubt is a courtroom proof in a criminal trial, and the two things are entirely different. So you're saying Democrats are guilty of cheating, but you have no evidence. I've nothing, got plenty of evidence, Mr. Nothing. There's nothing but your nothing but your lips beating. That's all you got. I have plenty of. Okay, now we're having a debate, and that's that's a good debate because I, yes, I've got plenty of evidence, and I'm not going to go into it. People out there listening to this show know the evidence. A whole lot of a lot <laughs> they of they have no clue. A whole lot of you've seen Dinesh D'Souza's film by this point. There, there, uh, there's no there's no cheating in the 2020 election unless uh, you know according to them, but there was in 2016, which is why Hillary got beat. Yeah, exactly. that's the great hypocrisy and, and what, of the Democrats and, 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 and what Mr. Democrats York. and the liberal media insinuate every time is that people who uh, have questions about the 2020 election results. They they insinuate that they what we want to do is to uh, go swear in Donald Trump right now as the president and and throw Joe Biden out. Well, that's not no no folks. Now listen, clearly the constitutional process was carried out and it the, and it did its job. And at the end of the day. Joe Biden is the constitutionally elected president of the United States. You know, he is the president. He is my president. And because the constitutional process, although it may be flawed, elected Joe Biden. So, you know, rule of law, he's president. You're going to have the pitchforks after you. (laughs) You say Joe Biden was the legal 
duly elected president, you're going to have the pitchforks. Mr. Out. York, you aren't understanding the distinction. But, hey, Del- I do think there was cheating in the election. I do think that the process is flawed, and I think the Democrats stole the election. At the end of the day, though, at the end of the day, the system played out, and Joe Biden got elected. He's our president. There's no was it ch- enough cheating to change the, the course of the election? More was than, there enough cheating? More What's the than, evidence? More than enough. In Philadelphia alone, 200,000 more ballots were cast than people who actually voted. That that's that change that's those numbers are more than enough to change the results in that, Pennsylvania. That's not accurate, Delk, and you know it. Yes, it is accurate, Mr. York. Let, let me let me let me, while you're talking about Philadelphia, let me let me tell you something that you may not know. Do you know it that is, the movement us. to monochrome communities out in the suburban have not have changed and they're moving to urban areas now? People are more people are moving back to the city to urban areas that are Caucasians than ever before. Well, So when you start blasting people about their vote in the urban areas, you're talking about Caucasians as well as minorities. Well, there's one thing for sure. There's no black people on Jefferson Street in Nashville anymore. Um, you know, it's called gentrification. It's got pluses and minuses in it. My daughter lives, so, in, my daughter lives in a neighborhood now and and that's you know being gentrified that and all the the black folks are largely being uh you know pushed out because they can't afford to live there anymore but when i was in college it was an almost completely african-american community so when these politicians start beating up on the urban areas they're beating up on potential voters mr york had done you know I, i i don't know what your point is or how that fits in with tea in china um what is true, though, is that we have a right and a duty as citizens to be informed. And if that includes considering evidence of uh, of uh, massive fraud in the 2020 election, then we have a right and a duty to discuss it with each other, to uh, form opinions about it, and to suggest, you know, through the system, through the democratic process, to suggest changes to the uh, system that might give us all confidence in the uh, in the election process, because after all, if we don't all have confidence, both sides in the election process, then we will not have a democracy. But, but that's trumped up. The, the the trumped up fact that the elections weren't fair, that nobody found any anything that would say it changed the course of the election and people still say it today are are people who are not informed folks because if you do research to find out how many folks were were cheating how many areas had defective elections that should be published and i know the news media as much as they hawk everything else, they're going to be hawking that information and publishing it. It won't be something that people don't know. Let me give folks a basic primer and how uh, paper ballots work, and how and that's all the all the election fraud places had were using paper ballots. Now here we use machines, so that's an entirely different thing, folks. But um, let, let's do just let's make two or three assumptions. This is all a hypothetical, but first of all. The uh, manner and means of electing electors is specifically 
reserved to the states under the United States Constitution. This drives Democrats crazy. And Nancy Pelosi tried to take away the state's power to do that with H-Bill 1, which fortunately didn't pass. Now, but the process is flawed. Now, let me tell you, let's, let's assume that Murray County had paper ballots. Now, and what we have is a five-person election commission. It, you know, when I was, it, 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 who gets three and who gets two, Republican and Democrat, depends on the electorate. And back when I was in college and just out of law school, uh, this was a Democratic county. So there were three Democrats and two Republicans on the Murray County Election Commission. Today, because we're a Republican county, there are three Republicans and two Democrats. And we're going to take a break in just a minute, and then I'm going to come back and explain this to folks, um, how, you know, what's flawed about the system, how what happened uh, happened, and perhaps maybe some measures as to what we can do about it. And every time, though, that any of these measures are suggested that might actually do something about it, Democrats howl, uh, they yell suppression, oppression, uh, all sorts of stuff. But you really can't get, you know, when you listen to them, it's every time you try to cut off their ability to cheat, they just go crazy. But, so, Delk, they had recounts in Georgia. They had recounts in Arizona. I'm going to explain that to you. they had the ninja folks, and they found 345 I'm gonna, more. I'm, I'm going to explain back. that to you on the other side, Mr. York. It's not very difficult. So you're talking about people hey. ballots. And what, what, what about Georgia? Two and a half million early votes for this election. So much for voter suppression, right? That's a good number. I'm going to explain to you why those recounts didn't find evidence of voter fraud. Well, you had your ninja, ninja people in there. I've explained this to you before. I don't know how I get through your thick head. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. So you had an accident. Now what? Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop. You can count on us to repair all makes and models. Our certified techs will take care of everything from frame damage inspection to bump out or replacement with OEM parts. We've got the expertise to make your vehicle better than new and get you back on the road in no time. Plus, our collision work is guaranteed for the life of your car. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop to the rescue. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Get ready for cold weather with Hiller's Happy HVAC Comfort Bundle. Keep your family warm inside and out. Bundle an HVAC replacement system with a germicidal UV light and an extended 10-year warranty, and we'll include a free solo stove. Or get a free solo stove when you buy a whole home generator or water filtration and descaler. Plus, we're offering special zero-interest financing for up to 12 months. Book online at happyhiller.com today. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Hi, I'm Barry Duke. Join Drake Conley and I for the Front Porch Sports Game of the Week, sponsored by the Murray County School System and Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram and Fiat. It all starts at 5.30 on Friday evenings, right before our Game of the Week. Our Game of the Week starts at 6.55 and kickoff with Coach Mike and I at 7 o'clock. All on 101.7 WKOM. It's going to be a lot of fun. My name is Debbie Matthews, and I'm the Republican-endorsed candidate for Columbia City Mayor. Columbia is home, and there's no other place like it. And the city itself is special. But what makes us great are our people. And of course, we've known this all along. Now, the world has taken notice, and everyone wants to move here, so it needs to be protected. And that's why I'm running for mayor, and I'm asking for your vote. We need to control growth and make growth pay for itself. We need to keep Columbia free and open, protecting our small businesses and churches from unnecessary mandates. We need to keep Columbia safe by hiring and maintaining the best police and fire in the state. And we need an economy that works for everyone in a city and a county that works together. There's no time to waste. The future of Columbia is in our hands. My name is Debbie Matthews, and I'm asking for your vote for Columbia City Mayor. Paid for by the committee to elect Debbie Matthews Mayor, Ken MacArthur, Treasurer. All right, we're back. Three dudes with a view. I'm dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How are you? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. All right. Now, uh, let's see. What was that figure? I've, I've lost, I'm getting a Biden moment here. 200,000 more people voted in Pennsylvania. 200,000 more ballots were cast and then actually voted. Uh Let's let's put up a hypothetical, folks. So we got three Republicans and two Democrats here in Murray County on the Murray County Election Commission. Let's say Sheila Butt and Charlie Norman were running again, uh, and when they got all the votes counted except for, uh, let's say, the Theta box uh, at about nine or ten o'clock, and uh, Charlie is uh, two thousand votes ahead. Well. All of a sudden, the Theta box comes in at, you know, 3 in the morning, and lo and behold, there's uh, 2,000 more votes, and then some, 
to give uh, Sheila Butt the victory. Now, folks, I am not suggesting that Sheila Butt, Charlie Norman, or the Murray County Election Commission have ever been involved in any sort of cheating. This is just all a hypothetical incident. Those folks are quite honorable. This is just all hypothetical for illustration. And uh, uh, so that that theta box comes in at 4 in the morning and gives the election to uh, Sheila Butt. And then the Murray County Election Commission, which has three corrupt Republicans on it. Again, this is hypothetically, this is just for illustration. This is saying nothing about the people who are on the present Election Commission. They are fine, honorable folks. Um, But the Election Commission votes to certify the election. Under Tennessee law, that's the end of it. That, even though two... 2,000 more people who are actually, than are actually registered voted at Theta under this illustration. And if a corrupt election commission votes to certify it, that is absolutely the end of it. No court of law, nobody else can undo it. So when well, you get these places like Philadelphia, Atlanta, Detroit, that have and they're usually they're all set up usually the same way. And as far as I, what I've read in Atlanta, Detroit, and Philadelphia, they had five personal election commissions where the three Democrats voted to certify, the two Republicans in all three cities voted not to certify. But that's the end of it. There's there's no recourse. There's no no. You, let me tell you, Mister York, and let you say there's recount after recount. Under a paper ballot system, this is why if you have 200,000 more votes than in Philadelphia than people who actually have voted, you know that you've got 200,000 fraudulent votes in there. But you do not have any way whatsoever to distinguish. You look at the fraudulent ballots. You look at the, They're all in the same pile. You look at the fraudulent ballots. You look at the legitimate ballots. You can't tell the difference. Once the fraudulent ballots enter the stack, they cannot be identified as fraudulent. So you can run those you can run those ballots back through the machines as many times as you want to, and you're going to get the same vote. And paper and, ballots have a trail, a trail that no, they back. do not, in, Mr. In, York. In the in the administrator of, of elections in your respective Mr. counties is responsible for knowing Mr. York. how many people can vote. If Theta had two thousand people that were registered to vote and two thousand votes came in, that's okay. But if Theta had two thousand people registered to vote in Theta and four thousand came in, that's the election administrator's responsibility to know something. But if wrong. the election administrator is corrupt and certifies the election, that's the and, end of the story, and nothing can be done about it. That's and what that's happened. Why you got three hundred and sixty election deniers running for. Election, so and they you should be. They should be proud to be election. With cra- with they should be. They should be proud to be election deniers and proud to be a part of the American conversation. Now, let me continue to tell you how this works, because you are a denier of fraud, Mr. York. You are a completely a denier of fraud, and the manner there's it no means. Evidence. And the, yes, you're there's an plenty and of there's evidence. There's no evidence, Mr. York. Let me explain this to the American people. You got two hundred thousand more people who voted in Philadelphia than. 200,000 more ballots than people who actually voted. You know you've got fraud. That's conclusive proof of fraud. Can you throw out 200,000 ballots? No, you can't. Because you cannot. No, you can't. Because you cannot distinguish between the legitimate and the illegitimate ballots. So 
election, and, and particularly when the election administrator, as you call it, the election commission, if they're corrupt and they just vote to certify, then that's the end of it. That's, Sixty cases went to the court, Delk, and not one York, was substantial. Let me, let me not tell you, one. Let me tell you what you have to have in when you cannot have an election set aside when there is a certification by the local election commission, even where you've got two hundred thousand more ballots than people actually voted. That's not a. That's not. That's proof of voter fraud. But Did it's they file not, a lawsuit. Miss York, they file a lawsuit. Miss York, you cannot. There is no legal recourse against a. There is no legal recourse against a corrupt election commission. Now you might prosecute them individually for crimes and for, you know, at some point. But you can't get the election results changed. There is no Any legal recourse. Any citizen can file a lawsuit. <coughs> Any citizen can file a lawsuit. Miss York, have that looked at. But they have to have substantial evidence to. To have the courts, Miss York, Miss York, you all had sixty times to look at court issues. Miss York, you don't understand. Miss York, quit talking about things you know nothing about. To prove a case of a criminal election fraud, first of all, you've got to catch the guy with the illegal ballots before they get intermingled with legitimate ballots, and then not. So that means you've actually got to have cameras or cops or somebody out there 2000 mules right no you got to have cameras cop, cops or something out there who actually catch the guy red-handed unloading the ballots out of his truck now and then you've got to have something else though because those ballots he's unloading they look just like legitimate ballots so you've got to have a witness some witness who said yeah i saw george over there printing those things up and they're they're not legitimate ballots now that's that's the only way that you're going to have a case of election fraud when these statistical anomalies that are impossible two hundred thousand more vote ballots than people who actually voted do not prove that there was election fraud but they do not provide a legal remedy for election fraud there is nothing that can be done you can't identify which ballots are fraudulent you can't say this one's fraudulent and th- throw that aside. You have to count them. And, but, and particularly, though, the, the body that might could do something about it is the local election commission. And if they're corrupt, which in Philadelphia they most certainly are, and they vote to certify that, that is the end of the story. In Tennessee, once this election commission, and in Pennsylvania, once the local election commission certifies you can go to court all day long, and the response to the lawsuit will be election commission certified it. And that's the law. That's the end of the story. That's it. I, I will agree with you at one point. If the election administration and electors are corrupt, yes, you're going to get all kind of stuff out of an election. But what you're citing and you're is telling that me- the election commission in Philadelphia was corrupt, and you don't know that. You don't know any of the people. You don't oh, know anything other than what the lawsuit said. There was no evidence. There Who was doesn't? no evidence of any Who of the stuff the you're talking about. in the world I think the election, the Democratic elect, election commission members in Atlanta, New, uh, Philadelphia, and Detroit are not corrupt. They don't even stand to reason. Hell, they'll stand well, up and admit they're corrupt. Uh, the... Uh, the uh, what, what I'm the, what I'm interested in is well okay go ahead well I, I'm just interested to see after tomorrow how many cases of election um, fraud or or cheating or anything else 
gets put out there from the other side because you're already starting to hear it. You're already yeah, Hillary's like, you're, you're Hillary, already Hillary's here. already talking about it. Hillary's saying that it's going to happen. Um, so you know. All right, now, let, got, let me let Clayton, me move on. GOP is just running for governor, saying that if the election is not in their in their favor, they won't they won't say that it was a fair election. Now that's 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 ridiculous. Although nobody said that. And but yeah, now, this, this this lady that's running for governor out uh, in what uh, Arizona? Miss York, nobody said that. All right, now let's. She, uh, she wouldn't admit. Oh, Miss Miss York, nobody said that. Let, let's go on to something else though. The U.S. Constitution says that the states shall shall provide the manner and means of uh, of naming the electors from a state. These are presidential electors every every four years for the presidential election, and nobody's ever done it. But theoretically, the legislature of Tennessee could just say, nah, "We're not going to have all this voting process. Uh, we're we're just going to decide who the electors from Tennessee are going to be," and they can do that if they wanted to. The state legislators say, we're going to decide who the electors are. People don't have a voice in it. That that would be legal. Now, what's so the manner and means of, uh, of dele- selecting electors is up to the various state legislators, legislatures around the country. You know, most have settled into this system where we have a primary election and and uh, and then a, and then a general, and then uh, electors are decided based on who wins the general election. Uh, when you vote in a presidential election, you aren't voting actually for the candidate. You're voting for the electors from your state who have pledged to vote for that candidate at a meeting of the electoral college. Now, what? So there, in Tennessee and in most states, the system that's been set up for all elections but more relevant here the for elections for presidential electors is once the local election commission certifies then that's it and if somebody brings a lawsuit you know the the defense answers local election commission is certified okay case dismissed you know i mean that's that's the way it works now that's what democrats what that is the way it works, Mr. York. What Democrats have been howling about is that their method of cheating uh, might be cut off. And let me tell you what happened in Miami. Remember 2000? All the hanging chads and whatnot. But what we also heard, Miami-Dade County is, you know, that's Miami-Dade County. Uh, what we kept hearing about, particularly if we were Republicans, was a long history of uh, difficulties, cheating, uh, counting votes for days uh, down at Miami-Dade County. And so what the state did, which they had every right to do, legally and otherwise, they went in and took over. They, they basically they took over the election process from the local election board and cleaned it up. Two things have happened. First of all, there has not been a peep, not a peep from either side about election fraud in Miami-Dade County since 2000 and because of the state takeover. Second of all, second of all, we are now about to see Miami-Dade County vote Republican. Nobody questions, though, not a peep. Nobody questions that they're not fair elections there in Miami-Dade County. 
So that is they they changed their method of voting too. Yeah, they got away from to a more to a more credible no, system. No, but but now they but now Miami Dade County will have its votes in and counted by ten o'clock tomorrow night. Guarantee you, not counting for days like they had done for years, like they'll do in in Pennsylvania yeah, yeah, this yeah. week. Yep. And and so what Democrats have been howling about because many Tennessee hadn't done it, folks, and they should have. And Scott, well, it's based on your state law, Delk. Some based people on your state allow law. early early votes but, to be counted before voting days. No, that's some not states what we're talking don't about. want it to Ms. start Ms. until voting that is day. Not what and we're some about. states don't want early voting to be counted until after the election date. That's it depends not, on the state. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a potential state review of the uh certification of the local election board or a state takeover of local elections and that is legal and in miami it has been quite effective and i haven't heard either side complaining about about anything that is uh, no, nobody's saying miami-dade county's not been fair vote since 2007 and what we're talking about is is a state process of review some mechanism perhaps where you actually can go to court and say you know the election commission got it wrong or they're corrupt and uh and have the vote changed uh or just have the state take over and and just take over local elections Um, if you had evidence could you take before the the local election board certified election if you had evidence could you take it to a judge and get the judge to put a stay on it no. No. Uh-uh. You mean if I had... No, the judge... If you had evidence of fraudulent votes as a citizen and the election board hadn't certified the election, could you go to a judge and file a suit to put a stay on No, Miss York, that's what you don't understand. There's no case or controversy. The judge would tell me, okay, election board is out there. You haven't taken this evidence to the election board and they haven't voted on it? This is not a case or controversy. You're not supposed to bring this to me. You're supposed to bring this to the election board. Case dismissed. So if the election board doesn't want to hear it, what do you do next? In Tennessee, pound sand. So it thwarts democracy again, right? So it's what? It, 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 it doubts the democracy again. I don't understand what you mean, but there, th- this is the problem, folks. When it prevents democracy from taking place if a regular John Q. citizen can't file a suit. Uh, All right, we're out of here. We'll, we'll talk about it more place. tomorrow. Ron Hart, Tuesday. Have a great day, folks. <laughs>